This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best. We are living the whole of the Auburn experience. You can quantify it. You can qualify it. You can talk about it, discuss it through a variety of different topics, people, places, things, times, events. But at its heart, at its core, the Auburn experience is all about its sports, its culture, and of course, the Auburn family. Since it's about family, let's get some of these family members in here to discuss this experience. I am your host again, Kyle Loomis, alongside me, co-host, Mr. Austin Scott, back in seat number two. Welcome back, Austin Scott. Thank you. War Eagle to you, Kyle. Glad to be back with the Auburn family. Glad to be back with you. Hope you've had a great week, and uh, it's good to be back. We got plenty to talk about, plenty to talk about on our Brodarius Ham episode. There it is. What I a, was wondering if you were going to do that one, bro. What a name. Can we just what put name. that in yes. the Hall of Fame of names, not just in Auburn, but ever, just Brodarius Ham in the Hall of Fame? A huge name, a huge, a huge person, and a guy who went through a lot on his time on the plane. So super glad to have Brodarius Ham as our episode 59. Uh, there really weren't a lot of options, but for there to only be one option, Brodarius Ham is a pretty good one. You know, there are certain numbers I've been watching come up on our episode count. Roz, like Austin is just going to have a tough time. 59 was one of those. I was like, mm, that's, that's not looking real good because you just don't think of number 59, but forever you can associate that name with that number and be in the safe category there. That's right. Okay. We're getting closer and closer to safer numbers. Um, it's going to be well bit. into the new year, but we, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, like, we're getting closer <laughs> We're closer than we were. Well, I was going to do some quick math, and you're going to show how well that Auburn uh, degree is being put to use real quick. So that would put you, if you want to get to the 80s is what I think you're talking about, uh, you're still 20 episodes in. That'll get us about May, maybe, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because if we go, yeah, you take into account holidays, probably your different things that come up yeah that's about five months oh my goodness <laughs> yes time's gonna fly though so we'll be yeah. there before oh, you know it plenty of things to talk about this week normally we start off with auburn potpourri we will do that this week we're gonna hit a bunch of small topics here that we won't spend a lot of time on but let's mention this right off the top the portal the portal the portal my goodness Ooh. and we talk about the portal some more Woo all the mysticalness out there are we gonna get a quarterback are we gonna get that's the number one question that you get from people that are just popping in for a second on live streams and stuff what are we gonna do about a quarterback guys we may have a quarterback it may be okay there may be opportunities for other quarterbacks out there but despite all that auburn has officially begun its additions not just subtractions by the transfer portal today this sunday evening when we're recording this they have picked up their first transfer portal for 2024 wide receiver out of Georgia state and his name slipping my mind right now. Help me Robert Lewis. Thank you. I, I couldn't like put it right there in my head for a second. Robert Lewis uh, seems to be like on your typical standard size, not a big tall guy. I haven't done a lot of research about him yet. A lot of people are associating this is bringing in replacing some of that depth that has been lost. And I think everybody's assuming that that, really stud group of young guys are going to be ones that take center stage next year with maybe a few holdovers from this last year, but quick thoughts from you about our first transfer portal guy, at least addition wise for Auburn football. Yeah. First transfer portal addition for Auburn. 
um, you know, I think it's in a position group that you were hoping Auburn would emphasize in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. That be receivers, offensive line. Um, the first one's a receiver and a, a speedy guy from Georgia State. I think he's about five eleven. Um, a lot of comp- a lot of comparisons to a similar skill set of like Javarius Johnson, um, a guy Auburn's utilized well, played really well the Iron Bowl, um, and you know whether number six stays or or goes. Um, this is someone who can fit into that slot receiver position. So um, Auburn targeted him early. They got him on campus, and it sounds like they didn't let him leave until he was going to be an Auburn Tiger. So um, really good, quick, uh, you know, quick study of him and quick to get him on campus and get him signed. So um, excited about that, excited to see where they keep going. I think you're going to probably see some uh, more movement in the receiver room still. Um, and like Kyle said, with with guys in the transfer portal and coupling that with um, some guys from the high school ranks and those maybe that still aren't even committed yet. Uh, those are some things that Auburn wants to see improve. So we'll have to see. Uh, the transfer portal has got visits uh, feeling like it could be any day of the week. We've got guys in town from all over. Um, some enjoying some nice pancakes, Kyle, um, from Stack downtown. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. Let's transition to that because I have reviewed Stacks. Now yeah. you have to review Stacks in downtown Auburn for your first time trying this. Let me know how you, what you thought about it. Yeah, Emily and I finally made it uh, over there. We took the boys, and uh, it was kind of a last-minute thing. It was Saturday morning, and we were wanting to go to breakfast, and I'd just completely forgotten um, about Stacks because we've been t- – as you talked about, we've been times it's been just packed out the door. Um, but it was into finals. It was graduation morning. Town had already kind of cleared out, gotten yeah. a little quieter. Um, and so it was a perfect storm. And we ended up over there. Um, I had, let me think, Emily had just the, like two straight norm, normal pancakes. Um, oh, and they were fluffy, fluffy yes. and big and good. Yes. Um, I, it was a graduation menu. I need to clear, go ahead and clarify and say that so that things like it, I don't think there was a lot off of it that's on the normal menu, but okay. there were definitely some things missing, more brunch items, I think. Okay. Um, and then I got the pancake of the month, which if you can, if you offer me anything, apples and cinnamon, I'm doing it. And oh. that was that was the, the apples and cinnamon pancakes. They were delicious, way too much sugar. I don't even want to know how many calories it was. But we also got the Koneka dogs. Oh uh, man, as, as recommended by Mr. Loomis, and they did not disappoint. Um, oh. She, I can't remember. It said Koneka dogs on the menu, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, we discussed this last week. It's Koneka sausage, deep fried in pancake batter on a stick, with, <laughs> with, with dipping syrup too, with as well. Dipping syrup, but she know this either you order and then you go sit down and you wait for them to bring it to you i thought it was full waiter service which i like i'm glad it's more casual that way um but they came over and she said i didn't remember that you had said it was on a stick i thought it was just kind of uh handheld and she came over she said i've got some connected corn dogs and i was like yeah that's gotta be us (laughs) um and so man it was great like a top-notch place to Auburn it was busy but not you know out the door and yes it was definitely a place for the recruits yes um, and, and Trevon Reed to, to hang out in the, in the morning um, awesome place really loved it can't wait to go back and uh, try some different things
Oh man, we have not stopped talking about it over here. So the, yeah. once again, Stacks, you're welcome for the free advertising for you. But man, if you'll if you'll knock my socks off with some Kaneka dog pancake dogs <laughs> like that, you can get all the mentions on the show that you want. So I'm I'm really happy that you finally got over there because you know we we really try to spread out and not just go to the the staples all the time, but talk about all the little different things you can experience in Auburn food wise because that's part of the Auburn experience too. Uh, let's talk about something that is Auburn related, but it's a little bit of a stretch because this coach has not been here forever. But the news this week, Coach Cliff Ellis, current, mm. well, formerly now, currently, at least this year he was, of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, but formerly oh. one of the best and most winningest coaches for Auburn men's basketball, Coach Cliff Ellis, has retired officially for the year. Honestly, I kind of thought he had already retired. <laughs> <laughs> but that just goes to show you how you know well he's done as a coach i think it's 49 years that he, he why wouldn't you just wait till 50 i mean it must have been like yeah. i'm tired like if you can't oh, make yeah. it to 50 and just you would be like celebrated on so many levels the next season if you just kind of said this is my last season season 50 then i'm heading to the house so I can imagine, I think he even said in his press conference about uh, his retirement that what really kind of led him to the decision was just the transfer portal, the NIL stuff has just yeah. really made things difficult on a whole new level on all sports, but it's even men's basketball. But the official news, Coach Cliff Ellis, uh, one of my favorite coaches because I grew up watching him as a kid, as the head coach of the Auburn men's basketball team, and right now uh, third on the list. Uh, yeah, that'd be right. So it'd be Coach Sonny Smith, Cliff Ellis. I think I've got that right. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm, I think that's correct. Yep. Bruce Pearl. And then uh, Joel, e Joel Eves, I think, is who it is. Maybe I have that a little bit out of whack, but I, I'm pretty sure he yeah. just passed Cliff Ellis on that list. But regardless, he's retired. Thoughts on a, a legendary coach for Auburn retiring? Yeah, and the legendary at Auburn, legendary in the sport of college basketball. I think he was the, most, the active most winningest head coach uh, there is. Um, so him to retire. And I, di I didn't quite realize he had retired. Like, immediately. I thought he was saying, okay, at the end of this year, I'm retired. He said, he said peace, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I'm going to be, I think I read he's going to stay on around the school and work on some projects until his contract is over. But right. um, yeah, he's, he's calling it quits. And it's hard to blame him for a guy his age and a guy who's seen a lot of college basketball change. Um, the NIL and the transfer portal, you know, it seems like maybe one too many hurdles um, to to want to to want to figure out how to clear it at this right. stage of his coaching career in his life. Um, kind of hoping that's the same for a coach across the state. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm. It was awesome. I was at the game when Bruce and Auburn welcomed him back as as the head coach of Coastal Carolina and played them. Um, I thought that was really cool to get to for Bruce to respect him as, as his success at Auburn and bring him back. It was, he was very warmly welcomed and received. Yeah. Um, and that was just a few years ago. So that's really cool. Good for him. Excited for him and his family. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, it's not rare that, that former Auburn coaches end up showing back around this, this town. So hopefully we get to see a little more of him um, over the next few years. Yeah, obviously Sonny Smith has stuck around. Joe Champius stuck around. Several, I mean, football former football coaches who 
aren't so recent and don't have great standing with the fan base. But, uh, you know, Gene Chizik, Tommy Tuberville has been back. Gus Malzahn, I feel like, will eventually be back when he's done and hung hung the uh, clipboard up or the – Brian Hart? No, he probably uh, Well, <laughs> down now. Hold on. <laughs> There is one person I think that will never ever be welcomed back. It is probably Brian Harson. I'm not. I'm not advocating the mistreatment or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I just don't <laughs> see that happening on either side yeah, in the future. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think we get can, some blue turf and potatoes around here. I, I don't think that's happening. I don't think you could wish upon a star and make that happen. I mean, no. that is. It is just done. That relationship just doesn't exist anymore from this point forward yeah. uh to wrap up potpourri uh some things we didn't have time to hit here but what we're aware of and we'll probably be discussing later you know there's been a big push for kj bolden to flip from florida state to auburn in the 2024 class uh the auburn georgia matchup has been announced for october 5th next year the schedules will be released coming up soon here so we'll be discussing that too and of course want to give you a reminder here for stuff at e2c network for podcasts no huddle and war horses are in their off-season part of their shows for the season so they will not be as regular until war horses get kicked backed up in the spring when they're back in action with equestrian but no huddle will be having episodes come out as they can bring them up to you obviously with bowl matchups and recruiting and things like that so that's what you can anticipate here that's what we've got with you for potpourri we're going to move into our big discussion topics right now But first, I want to talk to you about a couple things here. Well, one thing in particular, something real quick as a content creator, something that you probably as a audience member need to think about. The word energy. Obviously, where do we get it from? What's the best source of it? And one of those things that we really need to survive being an Auburn fan, this roller coaster ride that we're on. You know, there's energy shots out there. It's a lot of you can think of them with the big names out there right now but something they all have in common or seem to have in common is they're not really that great for our overall health, at least most of them out there. But I've got a better option for you right now, and those are from our friends at Magic Mind. After personally trying Magic Mind, I can attest to their claim of being true, of defeating burnout, but also elevating your mental health. Uh, Magic Mind gives you the benefits of all those energy alternatives out there, such as mental focus, making you more productive, but the prolonged and healthy natural way of doing so. Magic Mind has all natural ingredients, ingredients, excuse me, as well as being sugar-free and nut-free for those of you that have those allergies. And if you're on those keto, paleo, vegan diets, this is good for you as well. I know plenty of you are looking out there for an energy alternative. Now you have it. Visit magicmind.com slash auburnpodcast and use code auburn20. That'll get you 50 per, 56% off a subscription or 20% off of a one-time purchase. If you're not convinced, let me tell you real quick about a family member who is diagnosed with ADHD, their personal claim after trying Magic Mind alongside me. They said that they felt like they got the energy and focus that they needed without having the aggravation of some of their symptoms that they deal with on a daily basis, which sometimes come with those alternative product, product, products out there. If you're ready to give it a try, why not go ahead and do so? Visit magicmind.com slash Auburn Podcast. That's magicmind slash Auburn Podcast with code Auburn20 for 56% off or that 20% off a one-time purchase. Our first major topic tonight, Austin, we're going to talk about basketball. Football is not over, but... We've moved into the not, we have to talk about it every single week in so much great detail. Basketball season. Shooty hoops. We are here, my friend. I am so, and and we're coming off an amazing win and holiday hoops giving over the Indiana Hoosiers. So we're probably going to focus on that because that's the most prevalent thing right now as we're recording this evening. 
but my goodness, um, it's been a pretty good start to the season thus far. So before we maybe talk about the game, I think other than an app state loss, which a lot of people I don't yeah. think understand how good that team is. I think this team is really turning some heads about how good they might could be this season. Yeah, no, like you said, two losses on the year. Um, one, the first game of the year against Baylor on a neutral site, a game Auburn was in. Uh, and we talked about pretty, pretty heavily. Um, but a team, the Baylor team, it's very, very, very good. Um, and then the App State loss last week on the road, a contender that a contender that will be deep into their conference tournament in, uh, of their own right. And, um, oh, by the way, they stormed the court against beating Auburn. Let's not forget that. They stormed the court on beating Auburn. I'm not sure I still believe that. Um, that happened in the year 2023 of our Lord. But um, believe it, though, because Auburn's yeah. risen to that level at this point. Yes, absolutely. It's it's legitimate. It's just hard to fathom uh, even a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, only two losses. Um, you know, both ones you could probably say could have been wins, too. Um, a, a smattering of good wins in there, um, a, a tournament win uh, up in Brooklyn. Um, so it's definitely off to a good start. There's plenty of non-conference opportunities that will continue to test this team before SEC play. Uh, I think you're still seeing this coaching staff figure out who fits where on the field and who, uh, which which rotations are going to work out the best. Even yesterday, you saw Dylan Cardwell and Janai Broom on the floor at the same time. Uh, there are still plenty of opportunities for this team. I think it's a really unselfish team in terms of who needs to have the ball, who's the hot hand, who needs to take the shot. Yep. Um, but you have multiple personalities who are willing to be able to be the guy on any given night. It just depends on who's who's shooting well. Take, um, yeah. so, Taking off what uh, you were saying about like this team being so versatile among who needs to be the guy when and where, let me remind you folks that weren't on our reaction stream. Janai Broom had two points last night. This is the guy that had 30 wow. last game, two points. And we smoked that. Indiana, two points, our best, arguably our best player on the team. And look what happened. You had every a lot of people contribute. I think it was six different players in double digits last night. So to your point, Austin, if you think Auburn is defined by how well Janai Broom goes, you're wrong. And that was yep. against a great program and a good team last night in Indiana. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I, I don't think I realized Janai Broom only had two points. Uh, but, I'm, I mean, when you've got a freshman in Aiden Holloway, who I think people have been kind of saying, what's going on? Let's get it got together. And him and Jalen Williams are your leading scorers in a game yesterday. Um, it's impressive. And then you see what KD Johnson did in his city, um, being able to make things happen and be the psycho he is, the good psycho. In this that was a good psycho um, for KD. Uh, it's impressive. It, it really. I think yesterday, and Coach Bruce Pearl said it best. That is beautiful basketball. That is, I think, probably as good as this team can be. Dropping triple digits on a program like Indiana in a true neutral site game, um, it, it's impressive. So I think that's probably the ceiling for this team. And if that's the case, then they're, it's going to be a special year for them. Uh, we'll come back maybe to round out our topic about like outlook for the team. What does the record show us, how they performed in each of these games thus far? Tell us about what's going to be coming up, maybe for Auburn. Speculate a little bit. But let's let's hone in on this holiday hoops giving event, the game, the magnitude of it. First thing I want to talk about, you know, there's a concept of blue bloods out there. You think of Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Auburn. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Indiana gets thrown in that, even though they have no shade of blue anywhere no in there blue. because they're that storied of a program. They're part Absolutely. of that conversation. And 
we as fans build that up in our head. But what's interesting to me is that even Auburn's like media team made this big push, media push on social media about Bruce talking about the significance for him personally of playing Indiana, what it would mean to get a win. And I kind of felt like I was a little nervous, like we're building this thing up. We don't get the win here. It's going to look bad. But thankfully we did. But it does mean a lot. Like when you knock down another one of those pillars, right? You, you beat North Carolina, you beat Kentucky, I think six times at this point, you've beaten um kansas uh, haven't gotten duke necessarily yet we've gotten the opportunity to but right. you, you beat all these teams and indiana's that next proof point that auburn has attained something not just in a moment of time but dirt with a same head coach to me this is like another one of those opportunities that bruce pearl has taken to really put his stamp on auburn basketball not just in wins but in making sure that records fall, bad records, but also uh, opportunities that arise, taking advantage of them fully. To me, I, I guess there is a little bit of hyperbole with trying to make this more than it is. It is one game in a season, but I don't know. For me, personally, this is a huge moment for Auburn basketball. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And I remember even before this game was announced, it Bruce teased it, I think, on one of their – I can't remember what they call them, but where they tour around – him and Hugh Freeze will both do it, this offseason tour around the – what do they call that? Uh, Tiger, Tiger, track. Tiger Track. Okay, is, that's where I wanted to go, but I wasn't sure if that was it. Hmm, something like that. That doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't sound right. We'll go with it for now until someone it's corrects something us. something like that. But I remember him teasing it before the Atlanta was ready to announce it and saying, we have a really good game that's going to be announced, and it's going to be a great opportunity for our program. And it's true. Like Even though Indiana is probably more even with Auburn this right year now. than you know with when they had Bobby Knight and, and the teams of old that were – winning championships it's still one of those those things where it's like oh we're playing indiana like and and they a program that is a basketball school and has fan a fan base that loves basketball on evidence of this past weekend when they packed out a place that's you know five states away from their home home campus it's it i think you're right in saying it might be a little hyperbole but it's something where it's like auburn has moved up to that level we talked about the the court storming from Appalachian State and being like, that happened to Auburn? Well, it's the same thing. Auburn's playing Indiana, and they won the game. That's something that's not even thinkable 10 years ago. Um, right. And so it's it's still exciting to see. I think, you know, gotten this program to a place where he wants to be, you know, he I think he would tell you we're not to that level of right. Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, because that takes decades of success, right? Right. But that foundation is still being laid. Um, and to be able to go and get those wins against those programs only proves your legitimacy more. I think he would not love nothing more than for us to be playing these random non-conference games where it's the Champions Classic and, and it's a rotation of Duke, Michigan State, North Carolina, or next weekend when Kansas play, or Kentucky plays North Carolina just randomly in a, on a December Saturday. Like Those are the kind of games that people tune in for because of the caliber of the programs. And and I think Auburn's got a long way to go before they're there, but they're, the foundation is being laid for that. And it I, it's just – it's unbelievable. I think we talk a lot about Butch Thompson and the Auburn baseball program. It, it is hard to even imagine, probably because it's so fun and so fast and we don't take a step back to reflect on it. It's hard to think about what Bruce Pearl's done with the basketball program. Like when you really think about where this program was and has been for the better part of this century – is crazy. 
and and I just I, I will never get over talking about it because it is too fun not to. The sad part about this, if he keeps knocking off these old records and opportunities, you know, eventually he's going to run out of things. You know, he's moving up the list yeah. in terms of wins as the head coach, and he'll be at the top of that if he keeps at this rate sooner rather than later. So yeah. uh, obviously, uh, we're very happy about that, and it's just it is surreal. But also, it kind of feels right at this point. We feel like I feel like we've we paid our dues, and it's time for Auburn to rise to more prominence permanently in basketball. Kyle, are, do you know? I, you mentioned this earlier, and I just wanted to look it up when we were talking about Coach Cliff Ellis. Do you know where he is on the Auburn winning as head coaches? In I, I'm gonna we, we can we can do some quick scrambling here uh, to figure. I'm that aware. Out. I'm just I'm just asking you. Okay. You know. uh, I think if I remember correctly, Cliff Ellis is third on the list now that's correct i do you know where bruce pearl is and how many he needs to get to the first he is at two because he just passed cliff ellis and i think he is at i think he can't pass it this year i think he can pass it next year is that correct so like 20 if this is accurate if this is up to date he's at 192 and joel eaves is at 208 oh 17 wins so like it's not as it's plausible this year Wow. Wow. This is, this is why, you, close. this is why it's better to be good at math and actually use your Auburn education, Kyle. So you'd actually be prepared for these moments like this, but I, that's, I didn't realize it was that close. That's incredible, but I just, make it before I hit the eighties on our episode. <laughs> 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 maybe so. Maybe so. I also want to mention the holiday hoops giving event. Um, I really hope we've done it three years in a row now Four, I think this is the fourth year in a row. Cause we did Memphis, Nebraska, Memphis, and now, um, we played Indiana, obviously the biggest of all those, nothing against Memphis. They're a great program, historic program too, but this was the biggest that we've done. I hope we do this one again and again and again, hopefully every year. And we start attracting the Indianas more often uh, to come to holiday hoops giving as a one-off neutral site event. Auburn people, you sounded great there. Once again, I usually go to this game was not able to. So kudos Hats off to the Atlanta Auburn Club for organizing that, but also just all of you that came out and supported the team. You show why we are the best little family. Well, we're the best. We are the best little family within the Auburn family, the E2C Network, but the Auburn family is just the best overall. To quickly round out our conversation on this, talking about what's happened and putting in perspective where this team is right now. This is a team that should have and had Baylor, one of the best teams in the nation, down and out and just was not able to clamp down because of free throws. I'll say it again, free throws. Mm. They lost to a very good on-the-road App State team, which was basically their Super Bowl as per the way they acted. And they have, if I can remember correctly, they haven't really truly struggled with anybody else and took an Indiana team that is not a slouch, historically and currently, to the wood in Atlanta at neutral site games. To me, again, I want to be careful of hyperbole here to Austin. But I saw that team in the first game, and it's easy to feel that way. I, I'm very not quick to say things like this. I think we've got a great basketball team this year. And I think yeah. we can be surprisingly and scarily good for some people. Time will tell, but that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. I'm with you. And I think the way when you look at the league and the SEC right now, there's a lot of question marks all over it. And I think there's a lot of people who would say it's all kind of even right now. Right. Um, there's been some good losses or some bad losses and some good wins by just about everybody. Um, and I think you can put Auburn up there. You and I have, have said before, 
this team, no one's really considering them to get the top four in the league and get that double buy in the SEC tournament. And I think they are more than capable if things start continue to fall the way they have. And, and this team's playing really well. They're going to have some more tests, including next week. But it'll, it'll, it's going to be a good one and a good season to go through. If you want to put a fire on an Auburn sports team, just rank a preseason, rank them outside of, of nonsense, such as Alabama and things like that, especially in basketball. You might just find yourself with another final four team. If you're not careful, maybe that's what their strategy was with predicting that, you know, who knows? I don't know. Only time will tell. And we'll be talking about it all season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we're going to discuss Christmas because two weeks from this Woo. moment when we're recording yeah. on a Sunday oh evening. Oh, my gosh. Two weeks. Uh, hey, are you done? <laughs> are you done? We don't, I don't Christmas. know who's watching this. So we uh, yeah, that's a, well, I was just, you know, look, you got to get yeah, you got to get presents for the wife, for family members, for friends, all your dirty Santas or or whatever the different names of that, a white elephant or whatever. The E2C holiday party. Can we call it white tiger? Because it's, you know. Yeah, there you go. He didn't even hear me. The E2C holiday party. We haven't ever done so. We should. It's not going to be this year, folks. So if you're an E2C (laughs) person watching this, we're not doing it this year. But we might have to do something like that in the future. That's that's a good idea. We're going to talk about Auburn Christmas stuff. We like to kind of round your experience out out here. We're going to have some fun. Uh, This is one of those times that if you are an audio podcast listener, it is good to experience when you can the live video recording of the Auburn Experience podcast because I'm going to bring up on screen right now. We're just going to go and I again, this is a screenshot of of whatever I have on my uh, computer. So any advertisement, things like that, I apologize. But for those of you on the audio, we're going to describe to the best of our ability. But we're going to have some fun shopping for Auburn stuff on Amazon of all places. We're going to just do that for a little bit. Uh, talk about some of these items and stuff. Mm. This is not a, we're not sponsored by Amazon. This is, I, I just said, you know what? From time to time, I, I was making my Christmas list, finalizing it for some people. And I was like, you know what? We need to talk about this, some things that we see up there. So right now on the screen, Austin, and for our yeah. viewers and for those listeners that we're going to, you know, color commentate for here, uh, we have got a Amazon Auburn store. And you can actually just type mm. in Auburn. It'll take you to the team store. Now there's not a ton of items here. But let's talk about a few of these things. I'm just doing a quick scroll through here mm-hmm. and some things. What I thought, Austin, is I, I looked at this and I said, what's the one thing on this that I think Austin needs? The one thing oh, that I think uh, he sh- I should get for him if I was going to buy something for him. And I'm going to tell you right now, let me see if I can find it. I think I passed it already, but I want to make sure is these right here. Amazing Auburn socks. I was going to pick those for you. Too bad. Too sad. Yeah. We are having a virtual Christmas party right now that we're spending no money. We're spending virtual money. That is my gift to you, sir. These amazing Auburn Christmas socks have, and, and, look, and if you look at it in I the right them. light, that front of the sock almost looks like a football, the way those diamonds are shaped. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, maybe I'm just look, seeing what I want to see. I there. love them. I would but wear those too. Are you a fun socks type of guy? Yeah. I mean, I don't fawn it. You know, 
I like I like to have them and then, you know, sitting at school or in meetings when, you know, you have to prop your leg up or whatever. I like and then it just shows a little bit of them. You know, I like fun socks. I like to wear them to church a lot, too. I have an image of you walking into a meeting at work and just like, you know, doing the, the businessman thing, propping your foot up on a chair and just showing them socks <laughs> off right now yeah. at this point. Um, I will, this is not a shock to family members that may be watching or listening to this. I am not a fun socks person. In fact, I'm adamant that people don't get them for me. So if you've gotten really? one for me this year, I will, here's well, the thing. It's a though. good thing you went first. <laughs> if some people, if some people get them for me this year, I will wear them. I, I just, I, I am a straight, you know, uh, you know, straight white or straight black or gray socks. Like I just I I one color. Where I think you I were going with that? You know, just I, I just don't like craziness in my socks, sure. and, I, and and I, I don't typically wear long socks. But I, you look like the type of guy, and I don't mean that in I any like way. Fun socks, yeah. Fun socks. Uh, so I'm gonna scroll through the list. What would you get for me here? If you, if, I yeah, I got a quick idea. Not picking those socks. Um, <laughs> Let's not see. the earrings, not the earrings, not the earrings. Good. Just go a little slower. A little okay. Slower you find what you want in there, sir. Now time out. Have, I, I don't know if we've talked about it. Are you a Lego person or not? Do you not know me, sir? I, I, think, have, I thought, I think you're a big Lego person. I, I grow it. Am I a Lego person currently not? Do I have Legos in my house? No, but if you go to my mom's house and look inside yeah. my closet, you will find, Legos upon Legos. I knew, upon Legos. I knew we'd bonded over that. However, have you ever dealt with this little contraption right here? These little fake knockoff Legos? Uh, the bricks things or what yeah. they're called? Or uh, what's the uh, Duplo? Is that is that a kid's version of it? Yeah, that's the big ones, like the okay. really big ones. That's what I need. Bricks <laughs> is the exact opposite. They're like minuscule. Okay. My dad and I have each put together the Jordan hair one. Oh, man, it is rough. Um, so I would not get that for you because you would <laughs> lose even more hair. Um, let's keep wow. moving up. <laughs> All right. So you want to keep moving up. I don't really like the charger and desktop organizer for you. Definitely not socks. Okay. Um, what are those playing cards? No, I've, I've got no some earrings. I'm tempted by the grill set. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go there. I don't, I don't know where you're at on the grill set. Uh, let me put it to you this way. We have done an E2C Network Auburn game tailgate, and I've actually brought my charcoal grill all, all the way okay. to Auburn from okay. my location. But it has currently been sitting in my garage for the last two years because I didn't clean it all one right. time, and well, it has just rusted over. But I, I, here's how I love the smell of grilling. And if you yeah. bought me those with the Auburn – so let me just paint the picture. The spatula. The spatch, thank you. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. <laughs> the tongs and then the spatula, as our, one of our favorite radio shows calls it, has an Auburn emblem, like I guess, engraved into it. Oh, you yeah. totally know that I'm going to be like grilling and then like pressing that thing hard down so that the the AU somehow oh, yeah. gets in there. Like, and then you have an AU burger. How awesome would that be? That thing's pretty nice. I think the way I'm going to go is, and I saw them though. Keep going up, up a little bit more. Up a little bit more. Uh, look, I know this is going to be really basic. Okay. But this hat right here just looks like you, Kyle. You're and calling me basic? Because, no, no, no. Well, sort of. Yeah, okay. I think that it's because your E2C shirt is is a similar color, this charcoal type, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it would match well. And I like – I'm a big fan of – now, I love me some blue and orange, but I like the Auburn 
apparel things that are not the same like not everyone has and not doesn't look exactly like everyone else and people go oh where'd you get that one that's unique so i'm tempted to go with this hat right here what would you say if i if i gave you this hat right here i know you are a man of you like your the hats you have so it would take a, a big commitment I have a whole closet full of Auburn hats I've collected that I don't wear. Uh, so even if you got me a hat I didn't like, it would go into the collection. And, and listen, one day, big dreams and goals, E2C Network Studio will get even bigger, and you may even see them like all displayed behind me or something like that. Sure. Uh, but there's a whole closet. I, I love it. Like, I mean, I like very basic things, but I, I'll tell you what, where I'm kind of leaning these days on Auburn hats and hats in general mm-hmm. is the trucker style hats with the mesh in the yeah. back. Me too. And then, you know, there's this one that's been circulating around with the Eagle A, Uh like the old school thing. But that is not a, if that's where you went in terms of you're going to get me something off of this list, that is probably a safe safe bet for you. So I'm going to get you a second thing here, though, Austin. Let me, let me, let me find you something here that I think that you need. uh, And frankly, I think you need it right now. Uh, Do you know where I'm going? I know exactly. (laughs) In fact, and I couldn't agree more. I think you need two of them. I I'm do. getting you <laughs> dual Auburn kids full uniform. I had one yeah. growing up. Those We're of you that in. don't know, Austin is the proud father of two twin boys who we are all going to raise up to be the next great Auburn linebackers or whatever, or centers. Yeah. If they get tall enough looking at Austin, that's probably not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> but um we're going to uh get you these for your two twin boys what do you think oh i'm all in i when we pulled this up i was eyeballing it and i'm already like okay emily we need to make sure now i don't that says youth football costume so it would but it might be they might be ready for next season with that it i mean there's a good chance that we could get it small enough and they'd be ready to go now here's a good question for you because as for our viewers, there's two options here. Obviously, the one with the pants is the one we're discussing, right? Yes, of course. Come on. And they're, I'm guessing these are iron-on numbers here. Yes, that's what it looks like. I, I couldn't tell you what numbers I would choose for the boys. Well, it wouldn't be 59. Because, well, you maybe you do give them 59 <laughs> if they're big enough to be a lineman, and that way you'd have a fit number 59 to talk about other than Brodarius Ham. So. They're, they're, the odds of linemen are not in their favor. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm thinking holder right now. Like, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I think mama would like that too. That's a little safer. Um, not as much risk, but that, I mean, great, great choice right there. And Kyle, you know what I saw a lot this season that I wish was on here, but I, it's probably homemade is the drum major costume. Oh, Have you seen Austin. the kids dressed up in the drum? Yes. Major costume? Yes. It's good stuff, man. But that's a good one right there. That would make that would make make one Emily Scott very happy. Yeah, but you know, this is just something we wanted to do here, just to kind of see if we can guess each other's taste on what we would get. Pretty good, except for Austin thinking I like the fun socks, which, you know, I'm I'm not knocking people for the fun socks. I'm just saying it's not my taste, and uh, you know, I, I agree with you about the the Jordan hair Lego, well, bricks set. Yeah. Like I, I would love that a legit one of that. It would absolutely drive me nuts. And I just don't uh, know that I have the time or patience at this point in my life <laughs> for yeah. all of that. Man, if they made one like real Legos, one, it would sell like crazy. Oh yeah. And two, that'd be, I mean, that'd be awesome. Well, it's just like I tell, whether, whatever the conversation yeah, is, you're right. if you attach Auburn to it and give people a reason, an Auburn, the Auburn family, a reason to flock to it, 
I don't care if it's semi-pro football. I don't care if it's The Bachelor. I don't care if it's Legos. They will buy it, but get a ticket for it, show up, travel for it, talk about it on social media, no matter what. If you want to sell something, if you want to make mummy, 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 money, attach Auburn to it. Yeah. Just prints the money. So there you go. We're rich here off the C2C Network podcast. So rich. So rich (laughs) in the homemade studio and, and lighting and all that stuff. But that's our Auburn Christmas gift exchange, I guess, is what that kind of turned into. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Merry Christmas you to your you hat. Maybe my hat. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy uh, your, well, your kids enjoy their their uniforms and uh, you enjoy the crazy fun socks, which is probably the most basic Zero. Christmas gift that you can give anybody <laughs> at this point. That's going to do it for episode 59. Thank you so much for tuning in with us here. And uh, if you want to find me on social media, find me on X at Kyle Loomis 24. Where can they find you? At Austin G. Scott. G is in great. Austin G. Scott. You can put it on X and Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until we talk to you again, War Eagle and Merry Christmas. War Eagle. <laughs>